Hello, I'm Hannah Kim, and welcome to the 57th episode of the Even Old Things podcast. Today, I will be doing a solo episode, so if that sounds fun, please stick around. But before I get started, I just want to remind everyone that we're not professionals in any field and that this podcast is just to talk about the big and even old things teens go through. So without further ado, let's jump into today's episode. Five, four, three, two, one. Hey, guys. Welcome back to the Even Old Things podcast. Today is a little different because I am going to be recording a solo episode. Um, so Duani and I, we like to um, really try to plan our episodes out um, for the school year, just so we know what we're recording every single week because we both are really busy. And we decided it'd be like a really fun idea if both of us did a solo episode um, because because there are two of us. It, it it can be hard to get to know both of us, and sometimes it's nice to just like kind of talk on your own and see what that's like. And so I was definitely nervous for this episode because I was like, oh, it's coming up. I'm going to have to do a solo episode that's so I guess nerve-wracking but honestly I love talking so it's it's kind of it's fun it's it's going good right now um I do I do feel weird because I'm like oh I'm talking to myself but at the same time I'm like it's kind of fun. I like talking to myself. And I did ask you guys on Instagram, like what I should talk about in this episode. And you guys gave me so many ideas. So I guess I guess I'll just like ramble this entire time. And I'll just tell you about like everything that's been happening. Um, like, first of all, um, it's like October, which is really crazy um, because I feel like we just started school and we didn't. Like, I have so many tests coming up and deadlines. Oh, my goodness. College application deadlines. I don't know how many of you guys are seniors in high school. I'm going to guess, like, probably not too many, but it is not like the movies. <laughs> it is very stressful. And sometimes I do feel very, like, isolated in that aspect because a lot of times people see it as a huge competition and I'm not one of those people who do who do who does see it as a who do see it as a competition just because I feel like everyone's gonna go somewhere or do something and it's not it's not a competition it's it's like people are gonna apply to places you're gonna apply to places and there's nothing that's going to stop them from applying there. And it's not a competition. And it's really unhealthy to think of it that way. But I do, I don't, I do, oh my gosh, I cannot speak. I do know a lot of people who do see it as a competition. And that's really hard, um, especially for someone like me who likes to talk about their feelings and talk about things when it just feels like no one wants to talk about it with you, I, I guess. Um, it's like a taboo subject when it's not. So I've definitely been struggling with that. And I've been struggling with trying to complete the applications because it's been so stressful. And I, I feel like every day I learn something new. Every day I'm like, oh my God, I did not need know that I need to do that. And every day I'm like, oh, this is so overwhelming. But then I do have moments where I'm like, okay, you know what? This isn't too bad. And I'm going to this is going to be great. And there's going to be a place for me. And I think that's just where I keep coming back to, um, that there's going to be a place for me. And I, and I know that there's going to be a place for me. Um, and that does bring me a lot of comfort. So that's been like the school aspects. And honestly, if I have any early tips right now, my biggest tip would be do a lot of research because, um, college is really important, especially if you're considering college. Cause I just want to emphasize that college is not like 
it's not for everybody and not everyone has to be or do college, be in college or do college. So if you're considering other options, that's like completely lovely. Um, I'm going down the college path. So that's why I am talking about it. But some early tips, I say um, do a lot of research. <laughs> I think it's really important because if you are going to college, college is very important. You're going to be spending a lot of time and dedication and money into this one school. So um, I think it's important that you know that is good fit for you. And eventually when that college accepts you, they know that it's a good fit for them as well. So I think that's my early tip so far because someone did ask me on Instagram comments about that. And I think that's my early tip so far. And I think Duani and I will definitely do an episode later about like college tips and all that stuff because it is wild. The college applications are wild, guys. So yeah, that's definitely that. Um. Oh, book recs. Oh, that's another thing I've been wanting to talk about and um, wanting to talk about this week because I've been I've been doing it and I'm like, ah, the guy, people on this podcast are gonna love it. Um, I started reading The Deal and I, I was like, at first I did not get the hype. I was like, why is everyone reading this stupid hockey boy book? And then I was like, two seconds later, I was like, oh my gosh, do I like sports romance books um no it was really good honestly there are some parts of it that I am not a fan of but I was just reading so quickly I was like devouring the book that I've kind of overlooked those facts just because I enjoyed it so much and it, it was just kind of really endearing and I really like the write, writing style so I like commend Elle Kennedy for that I know that she has some sort of like I noticed that she's had some controversies and I definitely don't want to read from like controversial art authors and artists and things like that because I don't want to support that but I do I do like her writing style and yeah it was an interesting read um I would recommend it I'm starting the second book I think it's called The Mistake and it's actually really good so far too so I am gushing about those books I really like them um what else have I read recently I've also read The Love Hop the Love Hypothesis by Allie Hazelwood. And that has also been hyped up so much. And it was actually in Book of the Month. Um, I'm not sponsored by them or anything, but I just really love Book of the Month. Um, and my Book of the Month is supposed to come today, actually. I ordered the X-Hex and it's going to be a really spooky, fun read for Halloween. And I'm so excited about that. Oh, this is such a sidetrack. But like speaking of Halloween, I have no idea what I'm going to be this year. Every single year, like 15,000 months before Halloween, I'm like, oh my God, I have the most mind-bending, mind-blowing idea. And when it gets down to the actual time where it's Halloween, I have no idea what to be. Um, and so like, as a joke, I was like, oh, I should be the, we should do like a group costume, like me and some friends um, and be the Wiggles. And everyone thought that was so funny, but I was like, that's actually a good idea. I think it'd be really easy. Like if you just got colorful t-shirts, some leggings, things like that. And then I think we decided on like pixie hollow fairies you know like the tinkerbell fairies from that tinkerbell movie like rosetta silver silver mist um vita i think is the purple one's name um something like that fawn i don't know i think that'd be cool too i also brought up care bears because i think i think being a care bear would be so fun too but i don't know like what care bear best represents me like what do you guys think do you guys think what care bear do i represent what vibes do i give but that's my whole thing about halloween i i never know what to wear and i just i never know what to do either because i feel like there's a certain point in your life where you're like oh my god trick-or-treating not for me but it is fun and i i'm not like opposed to not doing that or it's like 
movie, but movies get boring sometimes. And like, I don't know, I'm just, I don't know what I'm doing for Halloween yet. And also the day after Halloween, I have my first application for college due. So I feel like I'm on a little time crunch. I, I do feel like I'm under pressure, <laughs> um, but obviously one is way more important than the other. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. This is, this is kind of weird for me because usually I have someone else talking back to me, giving me their opinions and I don't, I'm all by myself. And I'm like, is this what this is like? This is, this is kind of fun and cool, but also I kind of miss Tony. So it's kind of, it's, it's kind of a back and forth. I think it's like a double-edged sword. Um, but speaking of like podcasting and being a podcaster, I feel like ever since I've done podcasting, I haven't been able to listen to any other podcast at all I have not been able to listen to or enjoy any podcast like um and I feel like I can't find any other podcasts that I enjoy um and it's not just because there aren't any there's so many amazing podcasts like for example um I have so many amazing podcast friends um the girl the girl podcast brown girls rising that's so Matthew definitely go check them out just a podcast all those people, they're amazing. They have amazing podcasts. But like just finding a podcast on my own that I will like actually enjoy, I can't seem to find one that I like like. And so people always ask me like, oh, what are your podcast recommendations? And I can't tell them. I'm like, I don't know. I don't have any. And so this week I was like, I think I have to find I think I have to find a podcast to listen to. So I've been like going through and liking a bunch. And I listened to this one yesterday and it was called Sounds Like a Call. And it was so good. It was about how like um, it's by these two people named um, Amanda and Isa, I think. And they talk about things that aren't cults, but feel like cults. So I know it's super interesting, right? Um, And so um, they did this one about Soul Cycle, And I thought it was so funny because one, I've always wanted to try Soul Cycle. I think Soul Cycle would be, kind of, I don't know why, but I feel like everyone hypes it up. It makes it seem so fun. So I'm like, oh, maybe I should try it. I'm not easy, I'm not this easily influenced. I'm just saying it just sounds like so much fun. And two, I agree. It does kind of seem like a cult. Like the way that they make all of them like get have the same like shoes. I, I don't know. It just seems so like culty. Um, I don't know. It, it's 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 interesting. And then I've also been trying to listen to Modern Love. So New York, the New York Times has this like amazing article, amazing article section um, called Modern, Modern Love. And I went to Barnes and Nobles on Saturday and I bought the book Modern Love, which is like a bunch of short stories about love. And it's not what you think. So like when I say love, I think most people think, oh, the classic story, like guy meets guy, girl meets girl, girl meets guy, guy meets girl, whatever it is, right? um and they fall in love but that's not what this is like a lot of these stories are like very like sweet sad angry it's just it's just everything about love and it's like some things you wouldn't expect like one of them is about um a girl and her love with um her doorman and it's not like that it's like a platonic love and how he takes care of her and how she had him through one of the toughest moments of her life and so that was one of the stories and it's just so cute it's just so good I just I love modern love I just think it's so I don't know it's one of my favorite um like nonfiction like books I've gotten just because I love hearing real people's stories and I think that it's so important to hear each other's stories. And so I've just been um, slowly getting through that nonfiction book. Um, 
I think you all already know this about me by now if you've listened to this podcast, but I, I love to read. I, I'll read every single day. <laughs> I read every single day. So that's also what I've been reading. And yeah, I've just been doing a lot of reading this month because I don't know. Um, escaping reality, no. Um, just because there's nothing I've been really like feeling on Netflix, but I think that's I think that's an opinion that's going away because there's so many things that I've been like trying to get into recently and so many movies I've been watching. And I've been looking for another like um another cute rom-com to watch because I also love rom-coms. Like I just love everything about them. I know they sound really silly and um, people like make fun of me for that, but I honestly don't care. Like it's something that I like, so it's okay that I like it. I think it's another thing I should talk about. Like, why is it that when someone likes something, someone else has to like hate on it? Like if someone else likes something, let them like it. Like, unless it's like a very like bad thing for them to like, unless it's like something very like detrimental to their health or well-being, like what's so wrong with someone liking something? Like, I feel like every single time my friend, one of my friends is like, hey, oh my gosh, do you like this kind of music? Or, oh my gosh, do you like this book? Someone always has an opinion on it. Or like, I like this type of food. Someone always has an opinion about it. And I'm like, well, if someone likes it, let them like it. It's their opinion. Um, And I don't get why people always have to hate on other people for that. So I unapologetically love rom-coms. I think that they're so great. And honestly, for the longest time, I was like, why do I even like rom-coms? Like, why? what, what do I like about them? And I just think, I just think they're just... I don't know. I still don't know. I just think I love the way that it's just they they have like happy stuff, sad stuff, and it just makes you feel good because a lot of the times in life like not everything is so great. And sometimes it's good to like hear a new story, a new perspective and like get something out of that. And so that, I think that's just like why I like rom-coms and why I like writing and stories in general and I don't know. It's just so great. And so I've been looking for another one. If you have any recommendations, I will take them because I, I am so desperate to watch. <laughs> I, I need something, I need something fun to watch um, when I have free time, which I usually do not have free time. Um, oh my gosh. Someone respond. Oh, one of my friends responded. Um, her name is Amira and she says to talk about her. Oh my God. That's so funny. Um, Amira is one of my funniest friends. She's so funny. If you guys knew her in real life, you would know she is absolutely so funny um, I love talking to her. She's the best. Um, the other day, Amira and my other friend, Emma and I, we went to Value Village. And I kid you not, we did absolutely nothing. We were going to buy things, but then we absolutely did not. And then we stopped by two food places and got absolutely nothing. If you're wondering something about the teenage psyche, that's it. <laughs> Doing absolutely nothing with everyone and having like the best time. Um, yeah, she's someone I have a lot of fun with. Um, she's so cool. She's so nice. She's the back page editor, editor for our school newspaper, um, which is like the satirical funny section. And she is just the coolest person ever. She makes her own earrings, which is, I think is super cool and her own jewelry. And I am obsessed. I'm obsessed with her. Um, she also says to talk about the yellow wallpaper. Um, oh my gosh. So the yellow wallpaper is a short story we had to read in um, AP Lit the other day. And it was 
it was so good. Like it was scary. It was like, it got everyone mad. It made everyone like, woo, like, oh, it was, it was a good time. And like, I realized now that so many books and TV shows I've watched have referenced the yellow wallpaper and I had no idea what that was. And now I'm like, oh, I get it. Um, and basically it's about this, um, this woman, she's dealing with like postpartum depression and mental illness. And basically back then there was like, um, like the quote unquote, like cure for women who had like postpartum depression. And they basically would just like, um, put women in a room and it, it was like, it was considered like a diagnosis for them to just like be in this room, be isolated and only be fed like milk or something like that. That's what my teacher said. I have no idea. <laughs> it's, it's definitely a very outdated thing. This is not a thing now. If someone has postpartum depression, no one locks them in a room or do anything like that. Um, but anyways, this woman's husband is a doctor and his name is John. And we don't get to find out the woman's name until the end of the short story, because that's the whole point. Like she doesn't have, you know, a name, personality, blah, 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 blah. And John's a doctor and he basically like isolates her in this room and she begins to like see things and like see wallpaper moving. And like, she talks about like the creeping woman and it's just a good time. Like it's a good time. I, I really liked it. And it was like, it was like, it was like an interesting perspective on like, what it was like to be a woman back in Charlotte Gilman Perkins, Perkins Gilman. I, I don't remember her last name exactly. Um, but, oh, but she was an enigma. Like she was someone for her time. Um, the author is just, yeah, she's the author and she's so interesting, but it was so interesting to see how like another woman wrote about the perspective of a woman at that time, at that time. Um, and I just think it's so important that people go back and like read these type of things because I know that it sounds very boring and everyone's like, oh, I hate reading Shakespeare. I hate reading, I hate reading classics. I hate reading things from the 1910s, Great Gatsby, blah. But even though those things don't fit our modern viewpoint, I just think it's so important to still go after those things and still read it because it's still important to have those viewpoints like in mind it's still important to like see what other people had to say see what it was like for people of color back then women back then all this stuff it's like very important um and I know this is such a boring tangent but I was like oh, I just want to talk about that and I really like the yellow wallpaper I even said as a joke the other day I was like I'll be Dr. John I'll be Dr. John for Halloween um and I'll be in the yellow wallpaper. <laughs> no, that's actually horrible. The yellow wallpaper is like, it's, it's pretty horrible. Like the way women were treated, not good. Um, but yeah, that was the yellow wallpaper story. Um, I don't know. I just, I really like short stories. We've been reading a lot of short stories in AP Lit. And AP Lit's one of my favorite classes um, just because it's a lot of fun. And I just think I like English. I just love English in general. So that's probably why I have a lot of fun in that class. But yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, I just have a lot of fun in that class. <laughs> I keep repeating that because I don't know what to say because I don't want to like expose people in my class or like say anything about people. Um, not bad things, just like funny things they've said because nobody on here knows them. Um, another person says to talk about like friendship advice. Oh, that's definitely interesting. I, we have episodes about friendship advice, but I think it's definitely time for us to update that because there's only, there's always like so much you can learn about people and how to be a better friend. And I think I'm always working on how to be a better friend because there are some days where I come home and I'm like, oh, maybe I could have been a better friend to somebody, or maybe this person needs 
me um, or something like that. And um, I don't think that, you know, you can go into friendship advice and totally think that you are the best friend in the world, because I know that I'm not the best friend in the, in the world. I know that I've done things, said things, um, triggered things that may not have been the best. And maybe I've subcon- unconsciously done that too. And so I know that I'm not the perfect friend, but for friendship advice, I think it's really tough because there's so many different scenarios, so many different things you could say. I would say in general, something that I've always, I always want, want to work on when my like when I'm talking about like being a better friend and all that stuff, it's just like, think about, um, think about it from their point of view. Like, I know that in the moment, something may, may seem like very silly, very funny, very like something to capitalize for a joke and things like that. But at the end of it all, like when they get home at night, like, do you think that they'll still be thinking about that? Cause sometimes I do. Sometimes I still think about what people say to me after I come home, like I'll laugh at it at school and I'll come home and I'll be like, Hey, that was really horrible. You know? So I would say a huge thing to think about is like thinking about something from other person, another person's perspective. Like, is that kind to say, do you think that they would like it? Like it, that you said that, um, because a lot of times people are like, it's just a joke. Well, it's just funny and all that stuff. And you never know when those things can impact somebody. And when someone doesn't think that it's funny, someone doesn't think that's very friendly and things like that. Um, and I know that I've had a couple of requests on here before in the DMs to talk about like how to make friends. And honestly, I just have to say it is so tough to make new friends. Like one of the biggest things I'm very concerned about um, when I'm going to college is like being in a new environment and meeting new people. Because something about high school is you're with these people for four years, like four very, very long years. And you, you're constantly seeing them. Um, And for a lot of people, um, they're friends with people because they're at school and that's who they see. But if they're not at school, they don't ever talk to those people. Um, And that's really sad, but it's like a realization that I've come to, which is like a lot of these people, I don't know if I'll see again. I don't know if I'll talk to them again. I don't know if they'll want to talk to me again, Um, which is, which is very sad and all that stuff. But that's the thing about high school, like you're always with people, right? And so a huge thing I was worried about, like I'm worried about like with college and it's not something I'm hugely worried about, worried about because I do make friends very easily. And I, and I, I obviously love to talk. Um, but that was one of the things I was worried about, like how to make friends, because I'm so comfortable in my environment right now. It's like, I can't imagine building up those relationships again, because the first stages of friendship are, can be really awkward. Like when you're going up to someone, you're like, Hey, like, how are you? Like that first piece of conversation is really awkward sometimes. Like, have you ever been up to someone and you're like, how are you? And they're like, fine, good. How's your weekend? You're like, fine, good. And then you start with the I'm tired talk or the I'm cold talk. I hate having to come up to someone and say, I'm tired. It's my last resort conversation. If I do it, it's my last resort conversation. But sometimes I do have to say that to keep the conversation going. And it is so awkward. Um, And so something I would recommend is instead of saying like, I'm tired, or I'm cold, coming up with something else, like a different filler or a different question, like, maybe ask like, Oh, what did you do this weekend? Oh, what class did you have last? Are you enjoying that class? 
oh, did you watch any movies, good movies? Did you read any good books? Or if you know them more specifically, like maybe you just met a new friend and you know they got a new dog. You can ask about like their dog, like, oh, how's your new dog? Or if you know they write for the school newspaper, like, oh, how is your article going? Just little conversations like that, I think can branch out bigger conversations and you can develop those relationships even more. Um, Another thing I would say is like being consistent. If you want to be someone's friend, there's nothing wrong with being consistent, like being like, hey, let's hang out. Let's have lunch together if you're at school, you know, um, let's go do this together. Let's sit next to each other, things like that. And obviously, like you don't want to bombard people. You know, it's not about like, oh, I must sit down next to them. I must like jam myself into their life. Like, no, like obviously it should be natural. <laughs> and I don't think that you should like jam yourself into someone else's life life but there's nothing wrong with like putting yourself out there and like giving yourself that like all and like you know just like introducing yourself into their life and like asking them to do things with you because I know for me there's nothing more fun than when someone's like hey let's go do something I'm always like very thrilled I'm like yes let's go do it um and so I I think that's like I think that's like one of the best ways to make some friends is just like put yourself out there another thing like putting yourself out there I would say is like join some clubs and activities. Like that's like one of the biggest ways I've made friends. Um, and just like being in those activities, um, collaborating as a team, things like that. It's just been so monumental for like my friendships and, you know, eventually there will be someone for you. And I know that's so hard to hear. Sometimes it's like, why doesn't anyone like me? Why doesn't anyone be friends with me? Trust me, people like you. People want to be friends with you. Um, whoever's listening to this and needs friendship advice, wants new friends, like, it's going to be okay. Like, there are so many moments in my life where I've had quote-unquote friends and I felt lonely you're not the only one who may feel lonely at times, who feels worthless, who feels like no one likes them, no one wants to be with them, no one wants to be friends with them. That's how I feel sometimes too, even with so many amazing people around me. So it's not a feeling of just you. It's not just you feeling those feelings. It's a lot of people. And it's going to take time to make friends. It's going to take time to develop those relationships. If you're in a friendship right now, like a really strong friendship or maybe a friendship that's wavering, those relationships are tough too. Like I have some great friends. Like I have some friends that I've been friends with for so long. And sometimes it is tough with them. It is tough to come up with new conversations. It is tough to say, hey, that reaches above my boundaries. It is tough to be like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to hang out with you right now. It is tough to have those conversations but sometimes you just need to do what's best for you. Sometimes um, it can be lonely. It can be isolating, all this stuff. And so I just want to say that it's normal. It's normal to have feelings. It's normal to have emotions. It's just, it's just all around normal. And um, don't feel bad about yourself like that because I know it's so easy to knock yourself down. Like I know for me, something I've been working on is like pessimistic comments because um, I'm always like, oh, um, oh, I'm the worst. Oh, um, this isn't like good. Um, my writing sucks. I can't do this. I can't do that. All this stuff. And I think a huge part of like feeling the way you do sometimes like so negatively is when you put yourself down negatively. And so a huge thing I've been trying to do is not put myself down negatively, especially with college applications, because when you're writing those essays, it's so tough not to be like 
my writing sucks. This sucks. I have nothing interesting to say. And like, it's, it's so tough. And it's only, it only gets tougher if you make fun of yourself and you like are so self-deprecating. And so one thing I'm trying to work on these days is like being nicer to myself because I do need to be nicer to myself. I am a good person. I am a wonderful person. I am surrounded by wonderful people and you guys are wonderful. My friends are wonderful. My family's wonderful. And like, I just know that I need to be kinder to myself. So that's another thing I would say, like, if you are having trouble, like making friends, finding people, one thing I would say to work on before you even try to reach out to people is like working on yourself, working on yourself to be a better friend, better person, all this stuff. And I don't mean that. And like, you have to go run 10 miles a day and drink 15 gallons of water and give yourself self affirmations every day and download CoStar and listen to like Zodiacs. I do not mean that in any aspect whatsoever. I just mean like, take time to like, really think about your day, like reflect on your day and think about like, hey, what did I say there? Oh, did I say something kind of rude? Oh, maybe I need to apologize to that person. Or maybe next time I refrain from saying something that I know will hurt someone else's feelings and things like that. And I think that can really help. Um, so yeah, that's a bit, a bit of friendship advice. Um, oh, someone said true crime. Oh, you must have really liked your true crime episode then. Um, yeah, I I like to talk about true crime. The only thing I, I, I don't really like is I don't want to disrespect anybody or disrespect anyone's families and things like that. Um, so when we did our true crime episode, we made sure that it was like cases that were, um, you know, less on the gruesome side and more on the less gruesome side and things like that. Um, but we did have a lot of fun talking about that. Um, and I... I haven't been, um, I don't know if I've like recently gone into any true crime. I'm trying to think. I did listen to a Crime Junkies episode a couple days ago, that podcast, because that's like one of the only podcasts I can listen to just because I love true crime. Um, but I don't remember what it was about. I think it was like a family and they accused this guy of murdering his whole entire family and pe- it's like very suspicious or whatever. Um, oh, the Gabby Petito case, like that has been like hitting the entire country and everything like that. That's so tragic. I, I feel so badly for her family. And I really hope that, um, you know, I I really hope they can close her case and that everything will be eventually resolved and not just her but like everybody because I know a lot of times people like fixate on true crime cases and that is really fun like for some people to do but I think a huge part that people are missing are is like these are real people and real families and as entertaining as it is there are like real people attached to this and it's not just entertainment it's like people trying to help find other people or relegate information about how to stay safe um things like that, I think. Um, So yeah, I don't have any true crime cases on the back of my head that I could talk about right now. But that's definitely a good suggestion. And I think that Diwani and I will do another true crime episode again, because we had so much fun doing that. And it was a it was a blast like researching everything. I just love to do like research on topics that interest me. And yeah, it's just been that was that was really fun. And yeah, researching stuff can be fun if you if you like know what you're talking about and you know like what you want to write sorry not write about oh my gosh this is not English class researching things I find is so fun when you like the topic um when you want to talk about it and it can be such a drab when you don't want to do anything 
Um, and yeah. Oh, another thing I sometimes like I'm not good at is procrastinating. I am good at, I guess, if it's procrastination, is procrastination. I often procrastinate things and I've been I've been actually getting a lot better though. Um, our school is on block schedules, so it's like A and B days. And so on A days, I do A day homework. And on B days, I do B day homework. That way, I am not doing B day homework on A day and A day homework on B day, because then it's due the next day. I don't know if that makes any sense to anybody else, but I've definitely been also working on procrastination. You know, sorry if this episode is kind of boring. Um, There wasn't really any topic that I had in mind talking about. I've just been rambling, which is like so fun for me. I just love rambling. And also sorry if I say it like a lot. It brings me back to like um, our earlier episode days when I would say like at least 15 times in in like one sentence. And I think I'm doing that right now, (laughs) actually. Like is my filler word, I think. You know, um, people just have filler words. Mine is like. I think I just say it like, I just said it again way too much I say it way too much um so yeah I don't know I've also um I've also ooh, something fun is that I have gotten concert tickets to two concerts that are coming up the first one is March 25th for Macy Peters and I'm going with a couple friends it's in Seattle I am so excited it's sold out so it's going to be so much fun I think we're planning to go early and like see everything that's happening ah I'm so excited. Um, I will give you guys more updates and details when that happens later. Um, and it makes me so nervous because in March, oh my God, March is so far away. And also, I also want to get to March because I can't wait to be a second semester senior, like done with applications, uh, almost done with school, graduating. Oh, oh my God, such a tangent. But with being a senior, there's also so many things you have to do that's not college applications, like graduation requirements stuff. And yesterday I ordered my cap and gown Ah! we ordered our cap and gown I cannot believe I ordered my cap and gown for graduation that is such a life milestone I feel like and it it honestly shocks me like I cannot believe I ordered a cap and gown like that is crazy and I also had to sign my name on like a signature thing that's like yes I want this name on my high school diploma and that was crazy too like oh my gosh it's just so crazy all the things that are happening and then April 1st April Fool's Day, full, oh my God, Fool's Day. I'm going to the Wallows concert with Duwani and our friend Vincent, and we're going to have so much fun. I am so excited for that. I'm so excited for it, and I'm excited for those two concerts. And they're kind of back to back, but that's it should be fun. It should be a fun time. I'm really excited for them. And that's like another thing that's happening in my life. And I'm trying to see if there's anything else happening in my life that I can tell you about. Um, it's like more public and things like that. No, not really. Um, oh, also, my family got Disney Plus recently, and I've been like re-watching Austin and Allie um, on Disney Channel and watching like a bunch of random Disney Channel movies. Like, oh, um, if Matthew from That's So Matthew is listening to this, I'll tell him to listen to this so he knows. Um, I was watching, I'm, I'm telling you just for him because he loves Disney Channel. His whole podcast is about Disney Channel and Disney, not just his channel, just Disney stuff in general. And he talks about different decoms and like shows and things like that. And he has just the coolest podcast ever. So you should go check it out. Um, but anyways, I have been watching Cloud. I watched Cloud Nine the other day. I watched Geek Charming. Uh, and they were both so good. 
and both of my free time when I have not been procrastinating because I've been doing my work. Um, actually, today I have a lot of free time because I did my work. Um, after this, I think I'm going to do calculus homework, um, which I have been trying to work so hard in calculus because um, math is math and science is like hard for me. And I've been trying to work really hard this year. Um, and I worked so hard last year too to bring my grades up in that class because I know that I can do it. Like I know that I am capable of it. I know that it's possible, but sometimes I doubt myself and I need to pay so much attention to that class and study and do notes. So today I had calculus. So I'm going to do calculus homework tonight. So I know what I'm doing. That's the thing I recommend if you're struggling in a class, do the homework the night of the day you learned it because it, it, it will help you so much. It doesn't matter when the deadline is. Um, you should do it on the night you got it if you're struggling in the class because that can help you so much. So I think I'm going to do calculus homework after this and I'm going to read the mistake before bed. Um, and yeah, I think that's like it. I think that's my plans for tonight. Um, trying to think if there's anything else I want to talk about. I feel like this was such a boring episode, but I had a lot of fun talking to you guys and like discussing things. And, um, you know, I feel like it was a lot of fun. And um, I keep mentioning fun. I don't know why I keep mentioning fun. That is, that's pretty awkward. I'm sorry, guys. But it was a lot of fun. And I think you're going to enjoy Duwani's episode next week. I don't know what she's going to talk about either. Maybe she'll just ramble like me, which will be probably a lot more interesting. Um, but if you like these solo episodes, if you just like having this conversation with me, if you kind of feel like maybe I'm talking to you in real life or we're having a conversation about something, let me know. Like, let us know. And we will definitely do this again. If you absolutely hate it and you want Duwani to come back, like, we understand that too. Um, I miss her too. It's been, it's been definitely strange with her presence um but anyways last week we talked about um acne and um skin and um stretch marks and that is such an important episode and i really hope that you go listen to that and yeah this wraps up this episode um make sure to go follow us on instagram at even all things podcast um we talk about basically everything on our instagram and i'm trying to be more active on there like this week i set timers i'm like okay i'm gonna be active on our instagram and i'm really excited about that um and yeah, make sure to go follow us on Instagram. We also have a website um, and I recently like updated it and put some new stuff on there. So you should definitely go check it out. Um, and we hope you enjoyed this episode of the podcast. Make sure you um, follow us and like this episode. And yeah, our podcast is dedicated to sharing advice, mistakes, confessionals, and giving you peace of mind on all things impacting teens today. Because it's not just you worrying about even little things, it's us too. We hope you'll join us next time. I had so much fun recording this solo episode. I hope you guys enjoyed listening to it. Um, I feel like we're friends. So bye.